Welcome to the Celebration Church Podcast. We are so glad you've joined us and we hope you are encouraged by today's message. Ready to get into the message today? Okay, it's not a message, it is a word. So we're gonna pick up, listen, if you weren't here last week, you've gotta listen to the message from last week, listen to the word from last week. Last week we really talked about uh, the vision here at Celebration and how it's connected to the encounter that I had with the Lord last year on Good Friday on Passover. And um, we really kind of talked about more of the structure that we're heading into. Today I wanna talk about kind of the heart of the substance behind that structure. And uh, really what my encounter with the Lord in a lot of ways was all about. And remember, as I've been saying, uh, that encounter, it wasn't for me, it was for you, it was for us. And uh, I believe that we're coming into a place where us as his people, encountering him as his people is gonna be in powerful, powerful ways is gonna be the norm, not the exception. And uh, we're stepping into wholeness we're not managing brokenness this year. And I think this is gonna connect some dots on that as well. So Father, we just come in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you for your word. Lord, as we talk about training for reigning and the king and his kingdom, I just thank you for ears to hear in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. All right, Revelation 2, 26 through 29, Jesus says, the one who conquers, everybody say, that's gonna be me. The one who conquers and keeps my what? Works until the end. One of the things that we're trying to demystify and, and kind of get into a, 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 a life-giving normal context here, one of the things that has been so misunderstood in the church is this context of works. And one of the reasons is that's because when most people think of works, they think of coming to the church building to do stuff. <laughs> or they think of going on an outreach uh, to, to do things like that. They think of that in context of works. Maybe you're also, you know, your, your time with God in some way, you know, if you're following a Bible plan or whatever like that. I mean, obviously it, it includes those things, but listen, you're already doing works. You're already doing works in your home. It's just they're your own works or they're kingdom works. Does everybody follow me? You're already doing works. See, see, it's about your lifestyle. It's about your stewardship. Don't look at it as going to do something or doing anything that makes God love you more. I hope we've settled that, that issue. God loves us. He forgives us. That's not what we're talking about here. What we're talking about here is we're talking about stewardship we're talking about your reward. Come on, I want you to have the best job in the millennium that you could possibly have, okay? I want the Lord to say to you, well done, good and faithful servant. And this is, I hadn't even got through half of scripture, but I'm gonna get there, okay? So, so this watch, follow me. This is why your home is so important. This is why where you work is so important. This is what has not been Talk. Okay, so let's, let's say me, right? So uh, my assignment right now, we're gonna talk about this. No one has a destiny in this life, okay? No one, okay? That's the bad news. You wanna know what the good news is? 
The good news is, is because anything in this life is so far below what God has for you in the life to come, your destiny is in the next life. This is training for reigning. You don't want your destiny to be in this life. You, want, you have assignments in this life. Your destiny is in the next life. And that's not, you know, up there floating in the cloud. It's a, it's a continuum. The Lord is gonna return. He's gonna set up his reign on the earth. Those of us who, who have been faithful, who've overcome, we're gonna be resurrected. We're gonna be like Jesus. The other humans and the repopulation of, of the earth, and then we get into the, the new heavens and the new earth, they're not gonna be like us. You see, the redeemed, we're the only beings, created beings by God as far as, 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 we're the only ones that have been redeemed. This is, I'm getting deep here, okay? But this is like the mystery, the plan of God for the ages that we can be sons and daughters of God, that we can rule and reign with Jesus. He's gonna be our, our brother. We're gonna be his brothers and sisters, so to speak. Our destiny is in the next life, okay? Don't get caught up with this life. But I just know my destiny is to make the NFL. So what happens when you retire? My destiny is to get into law school. Okay, what happens when you finish law school? Well, my destiny is to become a lawyer. Okay, what, what if you don't? What happens if you ret retire? From, do you see what I'm saying? Okay, I'm, I'm getting off. What was I talking about? I was talking about works, I was talking about the home. This, so you look at someone like me, right? Okay, so my assignment right now, so, so I, I pastor, I'm an under shepherd. I pastor a church. I would do a lot of what you would say, uh, spiritual things, ministry things, okay? But watch this. God gifted me for that and assigned me to that. So let's say those are, these are my two talents, talents given by the Lord. I can't take credit for them. It involves a lot of people, but that's how God wired me. And that's how God gifted me. So those are my two talents, watch. Let's say that you, you've, you, know, you just had a baby, you have a few children, watch. You're a stay-at-home mom. Watch this. That is your assignment right now. Your house, those kids, that's your assignment right now. Those are your two talents. Guess what? Me being faithful and stewarding my assignment well with whatever, you know, the 20 something thousand people that attend celebration worldwide and you with your two or three kids in your house, when we stand before Jesus, our reward is the same. Do you understand me? It's, it's both to what have we done with our assignment? You might say, well, but your assignment is, is uh, whatever, a lot more whatever. Public, popular, whatever like that. That's not how heaven looks at things. 
Look, yeah, you can be popular so people like you, they'll also hate you. You understand, there, this is what Jesus said when he says, many of the first will be last and the last will be first. There are gonna be people with higher positions of reigning in the coming kingdom that man, they were just faithful at their company for 30 years and loved their family. They were just a faithful single mom doing what she did. The rewards have to do with what God has assigned you with. There's gonna, there's gonna be a lot of preachers, big ministry people. They're gonna be in the back of the line. You see what I'm saying? I pray I'm not one of those people. We're gonna stand before him, small and the great. We all gonna be brought low. This is why your home, your job, your school, wherever you are, this is why I realize now I'm gonna get into this, like my, my house, like if I can't, you know, like what the Bible says, if I can't, I can't control people's behavior. God has kid, had a lot of kids that left him. How I many you know God's a good parent? But if I don't understand the principle of stewarding what the Lord is to assign me to, do you see? Then my works are gonna be wood, hay, and stubble because they're gonna be done in my energy and the way I thought they should be done. I will have been a ruler, not a steward. So everybody following me here? So this is, we're equaling the playing field here. Everyone, yes, we have order. Yes, we have authority, all that. But I need to let you know that what you do before God is just as valuable and just as rewarded as any big public platform, whatever you might think this world calls success. God's standard of success is much different and we're gonna see that in the age to come. You see what I'm saying? So look what it says, so, so don't be, you're already doing the works. This is just, this is repentance, Hebrews 6. Repentance from dead works. What that means is you're doing these works in your own strength or you're not doing them as, as a steward or you're not, Imogen, I'm gonna get, get into this one. Okay, I repent, I was doing those wrong. Like I had to repent from how I was leading the church. I did it in ignorance. I wasn't doing anything in, intentionally, but a lot of those things were, were dead works in the sense of I, I was ruling, I was substituting things. I, I wouldn't say this, but I would say, you know, I'm, my idea of, I'm, I'm designing the church on, 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 on reaching people instead of stewarding the church and, 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 and reaching the Lord, letting the Lord be here. The Lord knows how to reach people a lot better than I do. The Lord loves people a lot better than I do. The Lord knows how to speak to the heart a lot better than I do. The Lord, is it the, it's, it's, it's the spirit that gives life. Okay. Okay, we gotta go. Okay. 
Look, the one who conquers and keeps my works, his works. He's the king, stewarding. Keeps my works till them. To him I will give authority over the nations. He will rule. He will rule them with a rod of iron. You know how many, Jesus' administration in the millennium, man, he is gonna need so many people to run the earth because the earth's gonna be repopulated with humans with basically no death. It's gonna be billions and billions and billions of humans. Uh, he's gonna rule them with a rod and iron as when earthen pots are broken in pieces, even as I myself have received authority from my Father. Look, I will give him the morning star that's sharing my Davidic, my messianic reign with him. How many of you would uh, rather share the messianic reign with Jesus than say, be popular with a certain group of people here. How many of you like that destiny? Now look at Revelation 2, one through seven. Everybody say, I'm training for reigning. To the angel of the church of Ephesus, right? These are the things who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands. He's speaking of the church here. He says, I know your works. Everybody say works. See, work, it's faith. It's all, it's just one relationship. I know your works, your labor, your patience, that you cannot bear those who are evil. This is to the church in Ephesus, that you cannot bear those who are evil. And you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not, and have found them liars. And you have persevered and have patience and have labored from, for my namesake and have not become weary. Nevertheless, I have this against you. Look at this, that you have left your first love. It actually means you've abandoned, you've abandoned me. You've walked out on me. You've replaced me. You've left your first love. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen. Look at this. Repent and do the first works. So there's an easy solution here. I'm gonna show it to you, but look at this. Repent and do the first works, or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. In other words, the, the lampstand. So, so watch. The lampstand holds up the light. If it's not Jesus' church, we, see, we, the church, we're the lampstand, but we're not the lamp. We're not the light. Jesus is the light. What he's saying here, look, if your church is not gonna be about me, if it's not gonna show my light, then what's the purpose of you having a lampstand in the first place? I'm telling you, this is where he's moving in our, in our nation. He says, look, unless you're a pit, but this you have that you hate the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. I'm not gonna get into that heretical stream. Just follow me here. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Okay, so watch this. I love this. Eden to Eden meta-narrative, right? Where was chaos introduced? In the garden, right? When they partook of the wrong tree, 
They got banned from the tree of life so they wouldn't live forever in their condemned state. See, God's going back to the very original. He's going back to the core again of what this thing is all about. What, it was, what was it all about for Adam and Eve? It was about loving God. It was about a relationship with God. God will supply all their needs. God will give them all the knowledge that they need. God will give them all the wisdom that they need. God, but what did they do? They stepped into the place of rulership. They introduced chaos. Are you following me? In other words, the foundation of all restoration of the new Eden that we're heading to of reversing the chaos, of seeing, of seeing the restoration of Eden and Jesus in his rule and all things as they should be with eternal life. The foundation of that is a pure, loving, loyal relationship with Jesus where nothing rivals that, where nothing comes in the place of that. Because like this church, what can happen is the very thing that God blessed you with becomes the very thing that takes you away from God. God blessed Adam and Eve with a wonderful garden with all kind of trees, and that blessing became the very thing that took them away from God. The first love, repent. Return to your first love. Do the first works. Let's look at those first works. John 6, 28 and 29. Are y'all with me? It says, they said to him, what must we do to be doing the works of God? <laughs> look what Jesus said. This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he has sent. That you believe. Let me give you a definition for this word believe because once again, it's, misapplied and misappropriated in so many ways. It doesn't mean to mentally apprehend or understand. It includes those. They're just small pieces of a much larger pie. Here's the Greek word, uh, however you want to call it. Pisteo. Okay, so here's what it means. Look, to place one's confidence in, to trust, to come into agreement with. This is a good way to think of it. God doesn't, believe, God doesn't need your belief, he needs your agreement. He doesn't just need your intellectual ascension, he needs agreement with your life. It's an intellectual, a, 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 a mental acknowledgement that brings your life into agreement. Look at this, to entrust oneself to fidelity, Loyalty. See, this is the heart and the substance behind everything that is happening here. And it's the heart of the sub and substance behind really my encounter with Jesus. If, if someone was to ask, ask you, what in the world happened to Stovall last year? You know, and oh, what are y'all doing? You're like doing these Sabbath dinner parties and he's changing everything and talking about the family a lot and you know that we're all equal and how important the home is and how we need to let Jesus run the church not man here's a way you could say it this is what happened to Stovall the Lord 
had an encounter with him. And in that encounter, Stovall returned to his first love. That's, that's, that's the heart. That, 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 that's, that's, that's the heart of everything is that, you know, we talk about God first in our church. We want to qualify that. That God first means that Jesus remain, is and remains our first love. And if we ever feel that what we would call as ministry or activity is competing with that in an unhealthy, it's, it's, if we ever feel that, I'm telling you what's gonna go quick is whatever that activity is. Are you, are you following me in this? Let me kind of, I'm gonna get to this. I'm gonna show you how the very thing that I love, the church, became an idol in my life. It actually became a mistress that pulled me away from my family. And, um, and I love the church. Uh, we are the church. Part of it was not understanding what the church really was. Part of it was, uh, you know, let me read this. How many of you are ready to pioneer a radical return to your first love, a, a, a return to it? So, you know, I had that encounter with the anointed one and so the anointing that we now have is breaking things up that hind tradition and stuff that hinder a pure, honest love with Jesus. Look at Isaiah 6.1. In the year that King Uzziah died, this is Isaiah, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train, and the train of his rope filled the temple. Now watch, this is a prophet that had been speaking for God for decades. He had been speaking for God. This was God's man on the scene at this time. But now look, he has this encounter with the Lord and in verse two it says, above him stood the seraphim. Each had six wings. With two he covered his face, with two he covered his feet, with two he flew, and one called to, to and said another, look what, look what the context of his vision is. Holy, holy, holy. Lord, you are other, you are holy. Holy is your name. You are not common. You are not, you, you love us, but you are not like us. You loved us so much you became a man in, Jesus, what kind of a being does that? And in him dwelt grace and truth. There had, see, there, Jesus had to be full of grace. When God's love hits humans, it converts into grace or we're incinerated. There's an easy definition of grace. And it happens right here with Isaiah. 
who had known the Lord for so long, speaking for the Lord. They're saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. Look, the whole earth is full of his glory. And the foundations of the threshold shook at the voice of him who called and the house was filled with smoke. And look what Isaiah says. Woe is me. I'm lost. I'm a man of unclean lips. Man, I've been speaking on behalf of you. I was doing it the best I could, but wow. He goes on to say, he says, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips, for my eyes have seen the king. We're not He's saying we're not, it starts with me and I, we're, not, uh, we're not representing you, Lord, as a people that are honoring you as holy and bearing your name, imaging what you're about. That's what I want to say. You know, the encounter that I had with the Lord. <laughs> okay, Isaiah's my guy. Because he was a good preacher, right? But he had an encounter with the Lord. And boy, did he change his tone. He found out what he was preaching and teaching. It was fragmented. So what I'm trying to say is this. When I encounter the Lord, that's after that, and I started saying, you know, I'm sorry I didn't tell you this, I'm sorry I didn't tell you that, and you know, all these kind of things like that. It, it was very, it, it's, it's, it's very humbling. But this is the thing for all of us, church, listen, for all of us, if we don't humble ourselves, as a child, we cannot see the kingdom of heaven. When we're talking about repentance, and it's real simple, we're talking about repentance, returning to your first love. You know what that means? That means you lay down everything. That means all the things that maybe you thought, all the, 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 your opinions or, or ways that you, know, you wanted to do things, maybe those will be the way God wants you to do them, but you've got to surrender. You've, that's what repentance is. Repentance is laying everything down and saying, woe is me. I'm repenting, I'm turning, Lord. I'm getting into agreement with you. Whatever that is, and watch, and I'm gonna demonstrate out of faith, I'm gonna demonstrate loyalty to you, God, in an act of faith where I'm declaring that you are my first love, that you are my provision, that you are Lord over my house. Lord, that, 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 that it's not about me individually. It's about me becoming a people with your people. It's not about me. It's, it's about we. It's about us becoming a, a family. So that's why in this encounter here, you know, the seraphim had to come. He had to touch Isaiah's lips. So there, there, there had to been cleansing here. And I, I'm going to, you know, it's the guardian of sacred space. That's a whole nother message. 
But let me show you this. Let me put this up here on the screen. Yeah, go to, uh, go to the Ten Commandments. All right. I'm, uh, you want to hear another? Here we go. You want to see how the Lord humbled me? You, have, you shall have no other gods before me. That's in another way what Jesus was saying when he says you've abandoned your first love. You're doing all these great things, you know, you're, you're doing all these great, this ministry stuff, but the very thing that I blessed you with has now taken my place. See, many times what takes the place of God is something that we view as a good thing. Something that we even view, we think it's gonna, it, 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 it was a blessing from God, so we, we're just trying to help that along. But if we're not careful, we step into the place of rulership instead of stewards. If you wanna know, no other gods before me, the way I viewed the church, I gave everything, I obsessed over it. Listen, I love the church, hear my heart. I, I, I'm, I'm the biggest champion of the church, of the local church. But what it got to a point where I was so focused on, I was looking out comparing myself to, to other pastors, other things going on. I was just, I kept trying to make us better and obsessing and helping God. I kept focusing on how to reach more people, how to be more relevant, how to do, I'm, 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 I'm doing all of these things, watch that God doesn't need me to do or has assigned me to do or has given me authority to do. Instead of looking at the church as, 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 as God's sacred people and me as a steward, it was my thing to build. It was celebration. That took the place of my first love. And so you know what else? The rest of these things followed. You shall not make for yourselves an idol. So it became an idol. My ministry became an idol that, watch, that took me away from my wife and my family. I didn't see my church, my, my, my household as the home. It became a mistress. Do you see what I'm saying? My ministry was the other woman. You know, idols will give you life for a while, but because they can't give you what only God can give, it runs out pretty quick. You shall not use, misuse the name of the Lord your God. So what, I wasn't building his name, I was building our name, our logo. I wasn't imaging him, I wasn't imaging, like our, our home, our, our, our marriage overall, you would say, oh, that's a good, I, 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 I demonstrated Christ-likeness. But the, the, the ministry was, you know, it's very painful. It's very painful. Listen, guys, let me help you because it'll help you. If you've hurt your wife, 
even if they, you don't even know you hurt, your wife can, she knows when she's not being protected and first, and so do your kids. And it's very painful to own up to that. If you can face that, when I realized that I was leaving Carrie unprotected in some ways and leaving our home open to um, spiritual attack. It just helps to face up to that even though it's painful. Yeah? So look, so because my ministry was my God, that was my idol, that was my mistress. It pulled me away from my family. Now I'm not imaging the Lord building, representing his name, building my own name. Well, now I have no Sabbath rest. Jesus is not my Sabbath rest. I'm under a yoke of something else that is driving me and burning me out like the world. Do you see? I'm not under the, the yoke that's easy and light. I'm not under Jesus doing the work. Okay? He's not my Sabbath rest. Honor your father. So there's no family. Honor your father and mother. There's, we're, we're a group of individuals gathered around a common cause. Do you see what I'm saying? It's not, we're not resourcing one another. You're giving. I'm pro-building. Do you see, I'm, but I'm just saying, there's things that were good. There's things that I looked at as advancing the kingdom but they were at the expense of us as a collective family, and I'm sorry for that. Do you see? So you get to that. Now look, I'm just suffering. Uh, uh, thou shalt not murder, man. All the envy and looking around the ministry and this ranking and that ranking. I looked at, there, there's this magazine. They rank churches. We used to be part of that. Last year, we were the 10th largest, fastest growing church in the nation. They sent us a poster. When I saw that, I literally almost threw up. It was nauseating. So embarrassing. You think Jesus is up in heaven saying, rank the churches in America. Rank them. And show them it to everyone. It was so embarrassing. You know what I did? I told my staff, I, I had the only, I'm only burned one other thing in my life. A, a witch book that had the actual spells in it. That's my staff. I told them to go burn it. And that poster of the fastest growing church, I burned that. There's like a hundred scriptures that specifically say, don't compare yourselves amongst yourselves. You go look at John chapter four. When Jesus found out that the Pharisees were counting how many baptisms his disciples were doing versus the, how many baptisms uh, the disciples of John were doing, you know what the Bible says? Jesus departed. You start counting, you start comparing. I'm telling you, the Lord departs. 
It's Babylon, man. It's Babylon. It's Babylon. It's the world system. So there's all the other things. The ministry's my mistress. You know, we steal sheep from one another. You go down the... How many of you realize when Jesus shows up, he disrupts things? I'm showing you this because now watch, I'm putting this. Have you put something before Jesus? Even something good? Seek first the kingdom of God, his righteousness. He'll give you everything. Did you know this entire year, my staff pointed out at the beginning of this year, this entire year, I never once asked what the attendance was. And then you know what else we found out? This was the biggest year of growth ever for Celebration Church. He grows it. It's his church. I I bring him in to connect. You're you're not my people, you're his people. It's not my church, it's his church. It's our church, it's our. So that's what I wanna say. So if you look at things, watch, okay. The methodology, okay, why are we practicing Sabbath? Why are we, you know, whether it's Friday or another night of the week, having family dinners and and doing communion? Well, it's gone now. (laughs) Here's why, you know what? Here's why, because Jesus is our first love and we wanna take a time out for with our family and friends, yeah? And we wanna demonstrate he's our source. We're part of his kingdom, not the 24 seven work at all cost, part of his kingdom. Let me tell you something about prophetic acts. Real quick, I'm closing. Closing right now, hang in here, this is important. Prophetic acts and getting back to this works thing. Prophetic acts are spirit-inspired physical demonstrations that disrupts the atmosphere and brings heaven into earth. You know those things with the you know, Hebrew six essentials and you know, laying on of hands and anointing with oil and all these different things. And, and you know, Jesus is our Sabbath rest. So, so do we... No, do we really need to have a meal and do communion together? Like, like we understand the principles, Lord. Understanding the principles doesn't bring in the heavenly invasion into the earthly realm. What if when God was passing over Egypt and he told Israel what? Here's the demonstration I need you to do. Don't tell me it's law. We're gonna have a whole nother conversation on that. 
This is before the law. He says, I need you to do this demonstration. Kill the lamb, put what? The blood over the doorpost and get in your house. So when the angel of death passes over, come on, you've got a hedge. Your, the atmosphere of your home is gonna be different than the atmosphere in the other homes. Yours is gonna be protected. The other homes, their protection is already departed. What if a well-meaning Israelite would have said, you know, I get what the Lord's trying to do. I understand the principle. This is a thing about, you know, he wants to, to mark us. And, you know, it's, it's, I understand the principle of what he's doing, you know. But I mean, this, you know, killing a lamb, all this blood stuff, it's just, it's, it's, it's just about relationship, right? So I understand what he's doing. I'll tell you what, I'll just kind of do a little red X here on the doorknob. You have to demonstrate. Jesus demonstrates his love for us in this while we were yet sinners. He died on the cross. When we anoint oil, when we lay hands, when you, when you wait till you see the free resources were given for you and your kids and your home with these things, when you consecrate your home to the Lord, can I tell you this? The atmosphere changes. Heaven intersects the earth. These are demonstrations, watch. I wanna give you four, there's a lot, I wanna give you four that have to do with family and we're closing, okay? And I'm gonna have the worship team come up. You all know these, okay, watch. Water baptism, okay? What is that? It is a demonstration, a demonstration of you identifying with Jesus your first act of spiritual warfare. Do you realize Jesus even got baptized? What if Jesus would have said, look, I got the whole principle here. I know the water doesn't save. I get it, John. I am God. What are we doing? He demonstrates. And in that what heaven was open. Here comes the invasion of heaven into the earthly realm. Earth is a physical domain. To bring that dimension into this dimension, there has to be an intersection of what we call demonstration in faith. Now you don't do them demonstration. You can do Sabbath and baptize. It can be as religious as anything else. But what I'm saying is when you understand the heart, now, boy, do these demonstrations have power, okay? What's another one? Listen, we don't like this one. This is huge. Tithing. Before the law, again, completely directed to the high priest. We're priests. We give our tithes. We give the first, the first 10% to who? Jesus, our high priest, what are we demonstrating? We're demonstrating that we are, we're, our loyalty is to him, not our money. He is our source, not our job. We demonstrate that mammon and greed and all the other gods of this world, they are not our God. Jesus is our God. 
their loyalty. What does that do when you do the act? It invades heaven into your earth and brings a blessing. It brings an open heaven. Do you notice that? Water baptism, heavens were open. Tithing, what does God say? I open the windows of heaven. It's an open heaven. Of course, the, the Lord's table, of course, communion. I think we understand that now. It's, man, we do that in faith. Man, Jesus, God, his blood, his body, his wholeness. Sabbath, it's not a, it's the, the principle, but you can't say I understand the principle. You have to demonstrate. My house serves the Lord. If it can't be on Friday, Friday night, then we're gonna find another, at some point I'm getting my kids or my roommates, or if no one will come, it'll be me and the Holy Ghost and my dog. But don't give your dog communion, the dog can just watch. You know the inner city where we, man, where all those murders are going on? I saw this post, 21 murders right over there near where our, the North Florida Dream Center is, 21 murders. You know what the Holy 21, that number again. You know what the Holy Spirit spoke to me? Give me 21 homes. Give me 21 homes in that region, I'll put it on lockdown. prophetically declare right now 21 priests of God out of that neighborhood in Jacksonville that are going to consecrate their house unto the Lord and we are going to see God visit that place and lock it down in Jesus name. Oh, I wish I had a few people that understood demonstration. Father, in the name of Jesus. All he said was this, repent and go to the first work. What's the first? It's loyalty. It's about him, not the stuff. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. For more information about Celebration Church or to get in touch with us, please visit celebration.org. 